Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We got Young and May. We got Ty Dolla Sign. And our DX Rising star, Blast. Yes, give it up for Blast one time. Blast, we love to see it. He's taking off. No pun intended. <laughs> What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. Best podcast in the world. Certified by us, ourselves, and yep. anyone who's heard it. We are the leaders in charge of podcast dumb, and we declare this podcast is number one always. For the certain. Best. Yes. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here is where we keep you updated on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, cultural liaison, music enthusiast, hip hop. I'll die for this is Asia Sky. I can't top your intros, Asia. I be trying to think of what's some other synonyms for hip-hop aficionado, but that be me, A-Dub. What's going on? Hey, keeping it consistent, all right? <laughs> we are back. It's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. A few things to get to. So T.I. and Tiny are officially under investigation by the LAPD. Uh-oh. These sexual assault claims are getting more and more serious, it looks like. In that same arena, Joe Budden has responded to Olivia Dope's sexual harassment claims. So we do have an update on that whole debacle. We also have an update on the man who went on a wild police chase at Rick Ross's house. He unfortunately died while in police custody. Then we have Troy Av dissing Casanova, who is behind bars right now. Speaking of police custody, mm-hmm. we got Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart developing a new sports show. New music coming from YG and Mozzie. There's a bunch to get to, clearly. So let's jump right into it. Okay, so T.I. and Tiny, update alert. We haven't heard anything about this in a few weeks, I think, right? Yeah, like a month or so. We haven't heard about T.I. and Tiny. They've been kind of, I thought they were like laying low. But... Right. Tiny just did the battle, the versus battle with Escape. Right. Things were starting to die down. And then I guess somebody saw that and was like, oh, you, you want to be out here doing battles and concerts <laughs> and shows? Right. Okay. And then boom, more uh, investigations, allegations, Mm-hmm. accusations popped up a, a lot is going on with them um it's now being reported that they are being investigated by the lapd featuring all the um sexual assault and drug and allegations made against the couple so that is going on right now oh wow and it's very interesting because the woman who they spoke to to launch this investigation her identity is being withheld she's anonymous right now and she claimed that she was assaulted by the couple in 2005. Yeah. And a lot of people are like getting on this mystery woman for bringing up stuff from 2005. And I have that in quotation marks that she's bringing it up something old in 2005. Mm-hmm. But that goes to show you the whole 
thing of like, you know, women and their trauma, anybody's trauma. Don't nobody believe it. So why nobody really comes out about it. First of all, it's no expiration date on disrespect, okay? Come on. (laughs) The disrespect does not expire. So if you did something back in 1982 Mm -hmm. and I want to come at you and confront you about it in 2021, it is what it is. You should never did what you did. I'm not saying T.I. and Tiny did this, but I'm just saying in general. I was seeing comments of someone being like, um... This happened in 2005. Get over it. I'm like, what? I know she had like um, that one lady at the Glam University. Some people were lying on their stories. Mm -hmm. But if she was telling the truth, then, I mean, she has all the right to, you know, bring it up. No expiration date on disrespect and violation. I'm sorry. So their attorney did issue out a statement on their behalf. He said the Harrises have not spoken to or been contacted by the Los Angeles Police Department, the Las Vegas Police Department, or any member of law enforcement from any other jurisdiction across the country. So they're alleging that this whole them being under investigation thing is a rumor, you know, started by people that are trying to defame them. Basically they're saying this investigation is not even a thing right now. And I feel Hmm. like this is something that would be easily look upable. (laughs) I know that's not a word, but it would be easy to look up if they really are under the investigation, unless it's like some sort of sealed thing. But I don't think it's that. He also said, even assuming the story in the Daily Beast is close to accurate, it appears the LAPD accuser has been chosen once again to remain anonymous, preventing us from being in a position to disprove or refute her allegations or even examine them. And there's something to that, because if I have no idea who's accusing me, Mm -hmm. they're not saying what I did other than assault with no details. There's no police investigation going Mm -hmm. on. How am I supposed to just defend this? Right. Like he has no, he, he can't say anything. Like who, right. who is coming up with these allegations and these claims? So no, this is crazy, but I'm sure more of this is going to come out. See, I don't want to make a judgment on it yet. Cause I don't want to invalidate anybody, but I will say throughout this whole debacle scenario, mm-hmm. we haven't seen, like, yeah. I'm not saying it, you don't have to have like, you know, a video of it happening, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, yo, like, we haven't seen anything. Like, with the if we take it to the Olivia Dope and Joe Budden thing, like, she mm-hmm. came out and she was like, yo, at this time, Mark, at this point in the episode, he did this. He said this on camera. Like, we have something to go off of right. in a lot of these other cases where people come forward. But it's like, we have no name. We don't know who it is accusing them. We don't have anything to go off of as far as what they actually did. Like, it's very yeah ambiguous, the whole thing. Like, we haven't seen anything. And you would think, like, even if they did have, like, I think when they were saying they had the rule of, like, they take the people's phones when they go into the hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. But you would even think, like, we're girls. We're going to take pictures of our outfit the night of. We're going to say we're going to this club. We're going to say we've seen T.I. somewhere. Yeah. We're going to have some type of backtrack of, like, if T.I. said he was at this club at this night mm-hmm. and you have pictures from that night. Right. That could kind of help your your case if you are trying to claim it that way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, there's nothing you don't. Nothing. even text messages like if T.I. and Tiny are arranging to meet up with these people or have them come over and do XYZ you're gonna have that text conversation in your phone like hey okay he's saying he don't know me well boom here's text messages that prove otherwise or Mm -hmm. something like 
you I mean they don't have to prove it to the public, but they have to prove it to the court of law right. if they, you know, want them locked up or to face penalties for what they're doing. And if you want the public to to know who the who you're saying that these people really are, if they really are that, like mm. show us what's up. Yeah, like you would think to keep messages like that. Like if you weren't so sure or just have the contact phone number or something, email DM, because we see DMs and screenshots post right. all the time from other stuff. Exactly. So it's just oh. like, there has to be something out there. If they really have done these things, there's got to be some type of evidence, proof, mm-hmm. witness accounts to corroborate these stories. Right. So we'll wait and see if those come forward or if they don't. Now another update we have. Last episode, we talked about Olivia Dope, who was a part of the Joe Budden Podcast Network. She accused Joe Budden of sexual harassment and mm-hmm. creating a hostile work environment. And eventually she wound up leaving the network. Nobody really knew why at the time. She just wound up not on the show one day. She was on the See The Thing Is podcast. Mm-hmm. Then one day she was just no longer there. Well, recently, as we said, she came out and accused Joe of sexual harassment And now Joe has finally responded. Yeah, Joe put out kind of a lengthy response to all of this. And I think it's interesting to hit on everything that he said, because he first started off saying, as a podcaster, it is my job to address topics and create dialogue around them. During the conversation on the See the Thing is podcast, I didn't handle the topics with the sensitivity they deserved. Mm. Mm. Can we we take a pause right there? Let's pause. Okay. If you start out the apology with something that's trying to absolve you of responsibility, mm-hmm. that's not the, the best way to start it. Can we read that first sentence again? As a podcaster, mm-hmm. it is my job to address topics and create dialogue around them. We know what a podcaster's job is. Come on. I'm not saying this wasn't a, was a bad apology because I don't think it was, mm-hmm. but when you can't start off an apology by saying, Hey, I, I was doing this because it's you know, my job. It's my or... job to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You can't don't insinuate that. Don't put that statement over it first. That you're kind of clouding the apology already. But let's continue. Exactly. Then he says, I recognize my words and power in that situation, creating an upsetting environment for Olivia. Upon reflection, both the network and I take accountability for this. Okay. That was the first part. Then he goes directly into more of Olivia's situation. He says, I apologize sincerely to Olivia, her former co-host, our staff, and the public. In an effort to not further any trauma, the episode will be removed from all platforms. Okay. That that was an appropriate step to take. I'm glad you did that. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though the clips are out there floating around all on the internet already, it's, it's good to take a decisive action one that will be detrimental to you because you know the video is not going to keep generating views or money that Mm -hmm. would have gone to your network so i respect that step um yeah i think the rest of it minus that first sentence was good so far yeah he goes on to say now about we support all women's rights to feel comfortable and protected in the workplace we fell short of that in this instance we support olivia in her quest to heal applaud her for finding the strength to share her experience and wish her the best in all her future endeavors and he takes accountability saying, I am taking the time to listen and learn. We have already begun to make the necessary changes to ensure this is a safe environment for all moving forward. We at the network endeavor to continue to elevate black women's voices and create opportunities to have constructive conversations to impact change. Okay, that's good. All right. We want to see the talk be walked now. Yes. That was a good apology. Now let's see what is said on the next podcast after this. Are we going to address it? Are we going to address it honestly? 
Are we going to address it, taking accountability like we did in this statement? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, I want to see what where we go from here. How does the network move navigating things like this in the future? That right. remains to be seen. Now, I did see a clip of the See the Thing Is podcast with the two co-hosts that she used to work with, mm-hmm. Mandy and Bridget. And they were basically saying like they were defending themselves in a sense, which I get is the instinct here because a lot of people were coming at them like, oh, well, why didn't you protect Olivia? Or why didn't somebody jump in and say something? There was a lot of slander headed their way. Mm -hmm. And I get it because you never want to be complicit in somebody getting sexually harassed. But you also can't discount that they were not the ones doing the alleged harassing. Right. So it's like. I get having having the smoke for them for not saying anything, but like it's ultimately on the person. It's on the the accused. You get it? Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Yeah, and yeah. then because you never know how they felt too. They might have felt like their job was in jeopardy if they said something, or they might have felt like right. if if they interject, then it puts all of them, all of their livelihoods and their jobs in jeopardy. So you never know. Like you can't. It's kind of low-key victim blaming in a sense so i get Mm -hmm. them wanting to defend themselves but i also felt like in the clip that they were kind of making it about their feelings more than olivia's feelings who was the one going through it right that is a tough situation because it's like it it makes it seem that like joe bunny was just on olivia's personally and then the other two it's like do you leave because your boss or whatever is in this hot water or do, but do you, you lose out of your job? And like we mentioned on the other episode, blackballing in the industry. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. Like I didn't know. I don't know what I would do if I was them to like, do right. you speak? Do you, do you step down because your other co-host stepped down? Because it's a tough one, but it's so scary because you don't want to shut it down. And then you get shut down oh, as a right. result of that, trying to stand up for yourself. It's a hard thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I guess you just never really know what you're going to do till you're in that situation. Exactly. Do you think Joe Budden will change? Do you think his podcast will be any different? His like antics, his tweets. Mm, Do you think it's going to be? I think so. I think he's going to move better moving forward. I think he sees like he's under a microscope right now. Like Definitely. everything, every move could be a, a fatal move after this. So I think he's going to like take this a lot more serious. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'll see how he does because that's going to be a lot because. Like you said, everybody's microscoping what he says, what he tweets, how he moves, how he acts. Like, I'd be like, if that yeah. was who I am, like, if he is such a toxic person or misogynistic or whatever, mm-hmm. and he has to, like, watch everything, like, it would be like, mm, that's really how you are, but we're going to see if you can control it. So Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll see what comes up. And, yeah, hopefully everybody involved can heal from it. Exactly. Now we have also another update. So the man who went on a wild car chase around Rick Ross's home a few days back, mm-hmm. uh, we actually talked about this story on the podcast. He wound up crashing by Rick Ross's house. He got arrested. Um, and actually, unfortunately, he passed away while he was in police custody. We just found out. Yeah, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation is saying that um, the man is a 40-year-old. He, his name is Chaka Stewart. He was found unresponsive in his cell Saturday at the Clayton County Jail in Georgia. And they were also saying that um, a guard and a medic who were making the evening rounds noticed him lying there. And they attempted life-saving measures when they realized something was seriously wrong with the man. And then, yeah, then he was pronounced dead in the jail. Wow. That's crazy. That's a a terrible way to go out. Terrible, terrible way to go out. Crashing in front of Rick Ross's house. Right. Get locked up. You die in jail. Like, oof. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prayers up to that man's family. Yeah, for sure. Now, on to Troy Ave and Casanova. So what's what's this business about? Because I thought after the whole, you know, people getting locked up, Troy Ave almost getting shot, everything. Like, I just thought Troy Ave would just chill out a little bit after that whole debacle. Yeah. But uh, it looks like he's back at it again. Yeah, apparently Troy Ave and Casanova have this long time feud, this long time beef. And Troy Ave just decided to get on Casanova for, I guess, Casanova was crying about not getting a lot of prison visits from his peoples and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then Troy uploaded a single art for a diss track to Casanova called Asanova to wow. his Instagram account and included an animated rat wearing a 2X chain and um, also added lyrics from another kill or be killed track, Richer Than My Haters, in the caption. <laughs> your face right now <laughs> how corny can you be asanova like, oh my gosh to to try and kick somebody when they're behind bars mm-hmm. it's very it's giving very clout chasey right now like, very it's, much so it's, i need to be relevant i need people to mention my name so i'm just gonna talk about somebody that people are talking about right now because casanova has been actively fighting this case mm-hmm. um when he came out with a video of him not getting as many visits as he wanted to or whatever he was talking about. People are talking about that. So it's just like, hey, I don't like this guy. Let me attach my name to this and get more views on me or get more eyes on me. And it's just kind of whack, man. It's just like, let the if you're really talented, if you really make good art, like let that be the marketing standpoint. Don't let drama, foolishness, people going to jail, people getting shot, all that. Don't let that be the marketing standpoint. Let yeah. the, the music or the talent... And the product be the marketing standpoint. Are you send a diss track to somebody in jail and you're Troy Ave? Like who's checking? Who's checking for it? In my opinion, but yeah. it's just low blow, low that's, blow. That's a low blow. It's corny and it it makes you just look like you don't have nothing really going on for yourself. Like right. it just, uh, <laughs> gives me the heebie-jeebies. Exactly. Mm. Now onto some positivity. Okay, Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart have been just taking over the world. I guess. Yeah, they've been busy at it. They've been going, they've been doing a lot of developing in their own little situations. And it is saying that Snoop Dogg is set to create a series for the Peacock streaming streaming service. And his show is going to be about the world's dumbest criminals. <laughs> okay. And then Kevin Hart is the one that has the um, sports comedy show. Okay. So it's two different shows. All right. But Snoop Dogg will be on Kevin Hart's comedy sports news show as one of the hosts. Okay, that's perfect. So, yeah. Snoop needs to host everything, like award shows, comedy shows, sports shows, mm-hmm. um, concerts, anything. Anything where a host is involved and Snoop is there, uh, it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, because when he did the commentary for that boxing match, mm-hmm. that was funny. That was gold right there. So they definitely need to give Snoop Dogg something in that lane. So here it is. Snoop is the uncle at the cookout with no filter. Like he's just perfect to, to narrate or commentate on anything. Yeah, exactly. That's perfect. So this is a great job for him. Okay. So this is all happening on Peacock, like you said, and this is after Kevin Hart signed a multi-year deal with the platform, right? Yes. He signed that deal last year at Peacock. And, but you know, Kevin Hart also has his laugh out loud entertainment company. So I think it's like kind of not a combination, but like he got his thing going on, but, you know, Peacock is also bringing him on to create their own content under that streaming. So, a.k.a. he's getting to the bag. Big money, big money. 
Yes. Good job. Yeah. Kevin Hart, Snoop Dogg. They always have different ventures going on, mm-hmm. whether it be with uh, sports teams or sports leagues, cannabis companies, like all types of stuff. So I'm not surprised by this. This is good look for both of them. Speaking of good looks, new music alert, new music alert, new music alert. Hey. YG and Mozzie have announced that they are doing their joint project. Well, they announced it with a actual release date this time. Ooh, what's the release date? Well, okay, so we first heard about this back in March. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's when they actually confirmed the project. And one of Mozzie's affiliates was basically like, this Mozzie and YG album is everything you want it to be. That was in March. Now, fast forward to yesterday. They announced that it's coming out on Friday, May 21st, and it's going to be called Community Service. Nice. Okay. Another May release. Yes. We love it. We love it. We love it. We love it. May is the best month of the year. It it has been officially debated by the best month of the year committee. Period. Consisting of me and you, A-Dub. Yes. That's all that matters (laughs) in this committee. Hello. We are the ones uh, who decide this, and it's official. Um, now it's going to be a couple familiar faces on this project. We got G Herbo. We got Young and May. We got Ty Dolla Sign, A Boogie with the Hoodie, Tyga, and our DX Rising star, Blast. Yes, give it up for Blast one time. Blast, we love to see it. He's taking off. No pun intended. <laughs> Get it? Blast off. Take, Take off. off. Okay, I can't see keep. what I did there. I love it. I love it. Congrats to Blast for popping up on that project. Um, I found out about Blast through several Mozzie projects. So oh. um, this is full circle for me as a Blast slash Mozzie fan. I'm living for it. I didn't know he had stuff with Mozzie like that. I just heard him from the his solo thing. Mm-hmm. But I got to do some backtracking yeah, on the Mozzie stuff. Digging, do some digging. Great, sure. great tunes they have together. But I'm excited about that. I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah, for sure. That concludes today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to us on all platforms wherever you're listening to your podcast in podcast land. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to have some more YouTube community questions this week. So uh, just hit us up up there. It's Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our social medias, like our Instagram and our Twitter at Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow our Instagrams, Twitters, fan base, social media, everything, every type of platform where you can, uh, you know, follow somebody. Mm-hmm. We're up there. <laughs> I'm at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. <laughs> and we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.